Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode 19 of the Play It By Ear podcast. It was 19. No, 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 19. 19. <laughs> you lost me. That that 80s song, you know, where it was about the Vietnam thing. It was one of those 80s new wave hits where the refrain was, he was 19. No, 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 I, no, 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 I vaguely do remember that now yeah. that you, I didn't at first, I was lost, but we'll have to look yeah. that up because I do remember that. I'm, I'm still lost. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you go ahead and keep doing the introduction. I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, report back. <laughs> um, I'm Eric Fiscus along with Brady Liming, who uh, is our new wave expert, I guess. Deep cut. Deep cut. Yeah. It was Paul Hardcastle. And McCormick. And the song was called <laughs> 19. Hmm. I, th- I remember the name Paul Hardcastle, but I yeah. can't for the life of me remember that song. For victims of war, they fought the longest war in American history. They all saw heavy combat in Vietnam. Although they were all decorated for heroism. Better cut that off or someone's going to come after us for oh. royalty fees. I was trying to get to the part where he was talking about. I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the length is that you can play something without having to uh, having to worry about that. That's a myth that you, any length is worthy of being paid for. It so, really, yeah. Well, that's Todd Griffin who oh, uh, yes comes ha- to the table with our. Uh, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Hey, hey, hey. As I said, episode 19 of the Play By Ear podcast. As always, we all come to the table with a topic, and we talk about that topic for 20 minutes in organic conversation. Uh, very little um, preparation has been done going into each of these topics. So, Brady Lyman is making a face, and I'm sure it's something that would not be PG-13 or TV-14, so we'll just... Move on from that. Am I right about that? Just judging by the look it, on your face. It, it was, was borderline, but yeah, I'll leave that one alone. Probably for the best. I thought you were thinking of Preparation H, <laughs> which definitely would be okay to say, but I, <laughs> yeah, it would maybe show some immaturity, which is... It might shrink <laughs> the episode. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. He's here all week. <laughs> all right. So uh, as far as our order we go in, we all uh, take turns. And uh, the order rotates, so Brady starts us off. So, yeah, to quote uh, Robin from um, How I Met Your Mother, let's go to the mall. Shall we? Shall we? Um, The mall experience to us as youths and what it has become now. Um, The mall was a central part of our growing up. It was a central, not not just our teen years, but pre-teen years and before let me chime in here because those of a younger age, which I, I don't know our numbers have showed many people of a younger age that listen to us. I mean, it's usually people from 35 to 55-ish, so probably in our same age range about. But uh, 
much younger than that, I don't know that you recognize the importance of the mall in culture back in the 80s. Because it was it was like the central part of movies and stuff too. Yeah, and it was always a nameless mall in movie. You know, think, but it it was with us too. I mean, yeah. When we said we were going to the mall, obviously we're talking about Eastgate Mall. Generally, generally, but we never said, "Hey, we're going. Hey, you want to go down to Eastgate Mall?" You know, or or, or if you called or Brady called and said, "Hey, I was going to run down to the mall. You want to go with me?" I was never like, "What mall?" You know, which, which mall? mall? And same way in movies. I mean. It was always like, hey, we're hanging out at the mall. Yeah. We want to go to the mall. But it's always a huge mall, a uh-huh. double-decker mall in the movies. Uh, to harken back to my uh, cult favorite, cult classic movie, Valley Girl, the opening sequence and credits roll when it's just basically um, at the checkout counter of various stops in the mall. Right. And it was a central part of 80s culture to Utes. Well, there was that. Fast Times in Ridgemont High took place. Oh, yeah. For the most oh, part absolutely. in a mall. Well, because... Uh, several of the characters worked at the mall. Right. Uh, oh, I can't remember their names at all. But uh, Just Phoebe Cates, that's all you need to Yeah, know. but mm. she worked there. But Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes. They worked the same place, right? Yeah. At the yeah, restaurant. Pizza the pizza place. And then the one guy was Rat. the usher. Ramon. No, Simone. No, Damone. 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 Yeah, we're not We'll Ramon. get it right. Right, Moan. Damone didn't work at the mall, though. He was just a ticket seller. He was a, but, but the... Damone's friend worked at the mall, didn't he? Wasn't yeah, he yeah. an usher he or something? Or a ticket taker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not 80s, but I mean, the movie Mallrats, if you are... You oh, know, my gosh, yeah. Pretty Absolutely. much, that's the setting of the entire movie. Hence the name. Hence the Hence name. Hence the name. But there are no rats in it, so you can't, well, always, go, you can't always go by the name. Not can't. literal rats, <laughs> but uh, I think the play on words or well, something. Well, no, Mallrat is a derogatory term for teenagers that do nothing well, but loiter it's, at it's the mall. Gym rat. Yeah. It's the same right. idea. Right. Yeah. There you go. So, um, I thought I would just start off by giving you a little bit of context. Um, if you grew up where we did, um, I remember the exact moment where Eastgate Mall, our home base mall, I I remember the exact year it opened because it was third grade. And I even remember my very first trip to the mall because I was given a couple bucks. I went with my friend and his family and, um, I walked through this door of this amazing place called Spencer's. That had black lights and posters, and my very first mall po- my very first mall purchase was a Steve Martin arrow through the head gag at Spencer's. And there were probably plenty of things in Spencer's you didn't know what they were yet. Uh, no, no, I just remember there was things like um, the the things that I saw in comic books that I'd never seen in real life, like uh, whoopee cushions and spray farts and uh, like X ray goggle specs and things like that. No, I'm I'm quite honest in saying that there were things in there you probably didn't know what they were. At the oh, time. yeah. It, well, yeah. if you walk back, the further you walk back, the less appropriate it gets yeah. for utes. Right. Um, yeah. But, I, but I, I do enjoy the wall of uh, prank Novelties. gadgets and novelties. But I used to order... Party tricks. <laughs> I used to order... Uh, I remember in the back of... Uh, I don't know. I used to always save up my change and go up to the to the drugstore and buy a, ma- a magazine. Mm-hmm. Usually, like a for some reason, I was really into well wrestling magazines or oh, yeah. karate. Which I never ever took karate, but I liked the karate and the ninja magazines. And uh, um, so, at some point, I saw a little ad for. Uh, I think the company is called the the Johnson Smith Company or something like that. And I ordered like uh, a, a 
you know how you, obviously it was before the internet, so you'd have to. It was on, usually on the back of it, and it had little pictures of all the you know the various things you could buy, and they had also sets you could buy, or, or what do you want to call it? like like just basically you didn't know what was in it. You were just going to order a box of stuff and yeah. see what it was. And, right next uh, to the Sea Monkey ads. Yeah, yeah. And I remember getting a box, and it, in this box had. A, and the X-ray goggles. A, the X-ray goggles. I had a, it had a pair of those in there. They never worked. Uh, had a brick, a fake brick that was foam. Or they didn't work like you wanted them to. Well, work. true, oh. yes. I had a, a very unrealistic-looking fake brick that was foam. It was bright red. No, like, no... <laughs> No texture to it at all, or nothing that looked no, nothing even painted on it. Um, some fake dog poop, garlic uh, gum, uh, some fake vomit. Yes, the fake ice cubes with the fly in them, with bugs in them. Yeah, those Classic. were always a, a good gag. And then various uh, flavors of gum that yeah. uh, taste like dirt, <laughs> garlic, garlic gum, fish, fist, fist gum, fist gum. But um, but yeah, my first trip to the mall, Spencer's made an impression, and uh, there was these remarkable places like K and B Toy Store, or KB, KB, excuse, KB. KB. yes, and um, there was of course even back in third grade where I was a music kid was Camelot Music, which was a uh, camel snot, the old camel snot, <laughs> which I would eventually work at when I was in college. Really? Yeah, I didn't know. I, I worked. There. I worked four seasons at the camel snot during christmas season and it's honest work hardest job i ever had you never got to stop it, it was six hours of pure go 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 and um was camel snot where the fye is now yes no well it was it no. right well, before it closed it was yeah they right they, they did move it yes yeah. when when i worked at the camel snot it was uh right to the left Right before you got to J.C. Penney's. Yes. And right beside uh, uh, Walden Book. Walden Book. Because yeah. you got to go to the bookstore. Well, that was back by uh, McAlpin's. Yes. Because it moved well, a couple Well, wasn't times. Walden... Yeah, the, the last time... Uh, well, Walden Books at one time was right beside... If you come in the side the side corner hatch there where Payless Shoes... Uh, yes. Yeah. Walden's yes. was there. Right. But at one time was Walden's also next to Willis. Willis Music. Willis Music. Yeah. And, um, you know, those were, um, definite stops that you had to hit. You had to hit KB. You had to hit the Camel Snot. You had to hit the Walden. And I was holding on to this one. Aladdin's Castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The arcade for the uninitiated. In the days where the arcade was king. Was king. And you had to put in your money to get tokens. And you'd be really angry when you got your uh, tokens mixed up with your quarters and you got home. You went to the gas station to get a soda, and then you pull out an Aladdin token by accident. It wouldn't take it. But um, yeah, those were the spots. And if you had, and when you got older, as we got older, you know, you had to do some essential shopping. You would have to make a stop at Chess King, possibly. I didn't do a lot of shopping at Chess King. It was expensive. And for the ladies, they would go to Foxmore. There, 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 there's I, I, I had an older sister, so Foxmore was like the gentleman, was the ladies' equivalent of um, chess game. Yeah, and um, so those are some blasts of the past. And when you got older, not only did you go to get stuff and play games, go to the music store, the main reason you went to the mall was chicks, man. Chicks, man. Yeah, you would hope to catch a glance or. 
receive a glance from an attractive girl from the suburbs or someplace that, you know, was, uh, you know, out in the wild, beyond your pool, beyond your ocean. And, um, you know, it was a big deal. It was a rite of passage. It was part of growing up and you behaved yourself. It wasn't like today. Well, and, you know, that's a good point you bring up because you didn't have to have a reason to go to the mall. Right. You, you would just go sometimes. I mean, it, and... To be seen. As opposed to like Target, a Target store, even a Walmart or something where I go in to get a few things and I come out with a cart full. I've spent 300 bucks and the mall wasn't that way. Yeah, you could easily walk in the mall and not, not buy a thing, come out with right. no bags. You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I'm trying to remember because eventually all of it was replaced with, you know, all of the, all of the things in the middle. But I mean, they had their, they had their uh, fountains. Right. Oh, the there were there were what two or three fountains? Yes. There was one right in the middle, like the middle yeah. of the it hub. was the main fountain. Yeah. Right. And it seemed like there was one right yeah. before one because I was trying to think, what were the big stores on the perimeter? JC Penny, Sears, Coles. Eventually. No, Coles but it Coles came, came in later. Yeah. yeah. Coles came in in the JC Penny, Sears, McAlpins. McAlpins. And that was because it was like, if you yeah, can imagine a Nerf boomerang. There's four, though. Yeah. It no, was, there was only three. It was, there was only three forks. Coles was the And those were the anchors. Ah. And then, uh, of course, just outside of the actual contained mall was Showcase Cinema. Right. Mm -hmm. There right. was, you know, as we called it, the expensive theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, not, you're not right. The, not the cheapos. Not cheapos. Across the road. Big so those came later when Bigs yeah. first. Yeah. And I, you know, think about how many people don't know nothing of what we're talking about when we say oh. the cheapos. I mean, well, let's could, give that some context. So, so Bigs was built, obviously. Yes. And what was the theater built the same time the, the grocery store was? It came a little bit later. Not too much, but a little yeah. bit later. But it was the same idea. You had, you had a food court. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't remember everything was at the food court. A uh, Gold Star has been there, I think, from the was there from the beginning. At yeah. That, that, that food court. But uh, what were movies? A buck? Buck or buck fifty? Yeah. I, yeah they went up. Buck. They started out a buck, started and I think they buck. raised like a buck and a quarter, and then a buck fifty, kind of like school yeah. lunches. And it was second right. ran. So like um, when the movie premiered, you know, about a month later, it would go to Cheapo. Right. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's where I saw Shawshank Redemption because you know it was kind of an independent film. And I had some time to kill. And for Pete's sake, I was by myself for some reason. And I was like, I got it. I'm going to go watch this movie. And, of course, it's going to be one of the greatest movies of all time. And right. I saw it at Cheapo. Um, speaking of Biggs Place, I w that was my favorite place, not Biggs now, itself. For the uninitiated, we never said Biggs Place is where Jungle Gyms is now. Yes. 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 And um, there was some some shops outside of Biggs. And it was one of my favorite clothing stops. It was called the Casual Mail. I and that's where that. I got my first leather skinny tie. I remember, yeah, I rem I'd forgotten because Big's Place was like a mire, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, you it had was grocery. Kind of usual. You had grocery, but you also had other. In, as a kid, it had a tank of like live eel. It, it smelled a fist as you got back toward the back because <laughs> it had like live. You, you could yeah. get a live eel. Well, and then. Like Jungle Gyms is today. And yeah. then, I because uh, Ticketmaster was there. Right beside yes. Big's place. Right. Yes. Uh, that's the last ticket master I remember being around. And back to the mall just for a moment. And I here's another one, another little nugget. Um, one of our friends worked at the mall at the survey place. So he oh, man. walked around the mall taking surveys from people. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It, 
those have been around a while, but they all of the okay, they took out the fountains. Then they started putting in like the well, they always had fountains and sitting areas. Right? Yeah, and then they they started taking those out and putting kiosks, kiosks, and and. Uh, various places to put vehicles and things like that. Yeah. And uh, which I, I hated when they started doing that because yeah. I like the fountain. But but I, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, memories of the kiosk slash, um, you know, during the holiday season, they would always bring in uh, extra, extra, uh, what do you call them? Just, I don't know what they were, just businesses that would come in and oh, set oh, up. Yeah, seasonal yeah, seasonal. Seasonal. And there was one uh, gentleman one day. Hickory Farms. <laughs> this guy was a uh, German, I believe. Selling some sort of fingernail uh, kit, like 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 polish and like yeah. shining your fingernail, and what he would do is, is he to, in part of his spiel, he would do one of your nails for you. So I let him do one of my nails, and that damn fingernail shined for months after it. It stood out. <laughs> it stood okay, out. Back back up. Back. You let some guy in the mall paint your fingernails. No, I didn't. A random say, I didn't German say, man. I, you're not listening. I did not say paint. I said he shined it up. He cleaned it. Cleaned the. He gave you a a, a one finger manicure. Okay, back up, <laughs> <laughs> Mister. That's where I bought my first leather skinny tie. Now I'm gonna get I'm gonna get reamed for uh, getting my nail cleaned. Well, here's the thing though. When he bought the leather skinny tie, that was totally appropriate for the time period as to where he was buying the tie. <laughs> Having a German guy give you a one-finger manicure in the mall, I don't know if that's ever appropriate. <laughs> when I you for- say it in that I context, forgot. Yes. I forgot who I was talking to here, but yes, I have a gentleman, a German gentleman cleaned my fingernail. And it shined. It was pretty as hell for for months because the Germans the Germans are known for their clean fingernails. I don't, I don't German know engineering, <laughs> but the joke was on him. I never paid for it. And I never got the rest of my nails uh, done either. So, <laughs> <laughs> I believe uh, our old Here's, friend uh, here. Here, I'm gonna give you my one clean finger right there. I should have had him do the middle one, but I uh, I think our old friend uh, Roy had this uh, the same thing. Uh, happened at the mall the guy I, I didn't stop to get it done i just stopped to be nice and like what are you selling or whatever and he's like let me see your fingernail and i so yeah it's pretty cool that sounds kind of fishy to me fishy fisty <laughs> fisty yeah. um yeah i i would be very apprehensive to let you know it's not his german heritage but to let anybody like just mess with my finger that, that, I'm really funny about my hands. That's a topic for another time. But, um, but yeah, the, the, when the kiosks come in, the one that bothered me was when they started uh, doing ice cream. Like you could get uh, M&M sandwiches, like ice cream sandwiches. Out of the, the machine. vending machine. Yeah. yeah. It's a, like, no, I, I want to go. I want to get me an orange Julius. I want to get me a chocolate chip cookie, a chocolate chip, oh, a double doozy, yeah. a double freaking doozy, ladies and gentlemen, that if you're unaware, it is two chocolate chip cookies with cake icing, like white mm. icing and betwixt in a, in a delicious pancreas killing <laughs> treat. It's yeah, it's um, it's it's basically like a uh, what are the things called? Whoopie pies or whatever, but they yeah. use cookies rather than right. you know, cake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Handles. Good stuff. Yes. I'm going to take us back a little farther. Now, we were talking just briefly before the show, and uh, Brady and I are the same age, but Todd's a little younger, so I would have expected him to not remember Beachmont Mall. Brady says he and his family never really went to Beachmont Mall, so I'm going to talk just a little bit about the original Eastside Mall, opened in the late 60s, Um, Orange Julius, 
yeah. was originally in Beachmont Mall before it ever went to Eastgate. Um, Shillitoe's, mm-hmm. which is now Macy's. And yes. that, that building is the only original building still standing at that site mm-hmm. um, at Anderson Town Center, which is what it is now. Uh, the Kmart, Kmart, which used to be up the way, moved into Beachmont Mall in its later days there in the right. back. Um. I mean, there there was a, a Super X or a uh, 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 oh, um, not Super uh, Woolworths, 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 yes, yes. It's not Super X. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember it being. It was it called Super X? It was Super X. I'm I'm positive of it. Yeah. It was, and then um, see, I think you've been there more than you think. Yeah. But it was kind of a dark. It was it was not bright at all. It was, but it had the fountain, one fountain in the middle, right? And it was everything was kind of concrete, so it's kind of dark and dingy yeah. and dank and yeah and whatnot. But it it was it was it was a good mall. Not to be confused with the shopping center. My mother still uses that term quite a bit, like where she goes down to the shopping center, which was different than a mall. Because the shopping center was a strip mall. A strip mall outside. before the term strip mall. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I thinking back to Biggs because I I obviously with my age I remember when Biggs was built but I don't remember when the mall was built right because it was well what, what year was the mall Eastgate Mall built I was I was in third grade that would have been nineteen seventy nine eighty so I was going to say I was I was pretty but I do remember Biggs and uh, I also remember over the years one of my one of my most vivid memory of, of Biggs is the protesters or the uh, what do you want to call them. Uh, strikers yeah. Yeah. The, in the in the parking lot that right. you know don't shop big signs and things like yeah. that because uh, right. that's the first thing I'd ever you know to might ever see anything like that. Okay, man, Biggs was French, by the way. Yes, it was a French company. Yeah, gotcha. Do you remember where you entered the mall when it was first built? Like where you like pulled off the road? Oh yeah, yeah, Eastgate Boulevard. But it came right off of 32. It came right off of 32, basically right into the front doorstep. Yep. And then things start popping up. Um, I, re- I and, You know, this good God, I feel old. But I remember when Eastgate Mall opened and there was just four things. There was Eastgate Mall. There was Wendy's. There was the Holiday Inn. And across the street, there was McDonald's. And that was it. No. The the Perkins was there a good long Perkins. while. Perkins. I, I was yes. just saying the other day to my, my dad, we were down that way, and I, I miss Perkins. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And great place a, to go at the late at night after a concert, after ah, my family go. grew up going to the races. So we, you know, we stop at Perkins and, uh, I always, Perkins always had the, um, uh, where you paid the, you know, the checkout counter. Yeah. They had the baked goods oh, yeah. the, behind the glass. You could see, the and they pies. had the big, and they had the big muffins with the, uh, cream cheese icing on them. Huge muffins. Yep. Huge muffins. Well, so what were some of the eateries at the Eastgate mall that are no longer there? Cause they never used to have the food court. As it is now, right? right? I mean, eateries were sprinkled it, about the mall. Yeah. If I may lead off with the one that was the crown jewel of Eastgate, if you got to go, was York Steakhouse. Indeed. Which was originally in Beachmont Mall. <laughs> Eric, was there one time we got rained out at a softball tournament and it ended up at York Steakhouse? I, whatever. It might not have been York at the time, but I know we went to that restaurant yeah, that there was, was there. There was a steakhouse there, which is. Turned into a Mexican restaurant. Is the Mexican restaurant still there? No, now well, it's the wing it place. Be, yeah, oh, it yeah, Buffalo. It became, Buffalo Wings and Wings. Yeah, but it was something before that. I, I don't think it was a B-dubs. I don't know, but it's been two wing places. Uh, and it's. I think it's closed now, if I'm not mistaken, maybe even before the yeah. corona. Because I remember also there was a Gold Star 
not right. not in the food court, obviously, but over on the way to what is now Coles, right. I believe, right. where it went kind of far back into the... I think there's a CBTS there now. Might be. And then you had the pizza place. Yes. Which had the big, kind of the big slices, thin crust. And right. I can't remember if it was a Sbarro, if it was something else or a... The original Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yes. The original one, which was in the mall. Um, Arby's was there pretty much from the get because when I worked at Camel's Night, my mom would always have me, it was always during Christmas season, because you could get the uh, special edition glasses with the little gold rim on them, yeah. which she still has. So I would get a soda to go and get my gold glass. Where was the Arby's? It would have been where Lids is now, the hat place. Yeah. Okay. So okay, well, wasn't that near where the pizza place was too? That would have been across where where the uh, Japanese Chinese food is. That's where that would have been. The pizza place. Yep. Yep. Because it's been. A I'm couple wondering if there's been. I'm wondering if there's been two pizza places though, because the one I thought was the opposite side of where the Japanese uh, food place is now. Now I don't remember that one because I, I thought it was right beside Arthur's or Arthur. Uh, no, there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did it again. Arthur's Treasures. Yeah, Arthur's Treasures. I thought it was right beside, like right, literally right next door to that. Yeah. Which was on the other, which was over there near where the lids and stuff is too. Yeah. Um, I bet we could find online if we looked hard enough. Yeah, and we'll, old, we'll do a little bit of research or hopefully this rejogs your memory. People and, can uh, chime in on Facebook. And yeah, absolutely. Know, uh, or um, through a voice message. Yeah. Well, we forgot to mention also, I mean, was there, was there never a Lazarus there? No. Yeah. Okay. Where was it, Lazarus? Because I remember that, that would have been Shilato's became, became Lazarus. Macy's. Shilato Reichs. Yes. Lazarus, and then okay. Macy's. Uh, but uh, McAlpin's eventually became Dillard's. Dillard's. Yeah. And uh, yes, McAlpin's, which used to be, and we've alluded to this before, and right there on that uh, area between where Kmart was and Cherry Grove. Yes. In the shopping center. The Cherry Grove shopping center. Yeah. What am I, With that horrific sound that all little kids yeah. heard. I'm thinking it was you, Eric. I can't remember, but I have a memory of going to the Cheapos to see what's eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, yeah. Did you go see that there. with us? Yeah. yeah. And, well, there were a bunch of us. There were like seven or eight of us. Yeah. And yeah. and it cost us $10 for the whole group. Probably did, but but yeah, that's, a, that's a decently <laughs> long movie title. And yeah. so like the first person goes up and like, yeah, I uh, uh, one ticket for what's eating Gilbert Grape. And then the next person, yeah, one ticket for what's eating Gilbert Grape. And... You know, I think we were like the last of the line, and we're like, "Oh man, this just sounds so repetitive." You know, and I think you and I both said, "Like, I take one for the the grape movie." Or something. <laughs> we, we just <laughs> one for grape, yeah, one for grape, one grape. <laughs> I don't know why that memory is there so one vividly. <laughs> Good topic. Good topic. And again, uh, chime in on Facebook, uh, play it by your podcast, search us out there, and give us your memories of the mall, be it Eastgate or Beachmont or. Wherever your mall might have been, wherever you grew up. All right. All right. So, uh, Todd, you're in the middle spot. Okay. So, we talk a lot about food. And I don't see any reason to stop talking about food. So, I thought today, I found this encyclopedia of sandwiches. As Sandwiches. Yes, we will not call them sandwiches on this podcast. We will call them sandwiches. Sandwich. And uh, so I kind of thought it would be fun to go over. And each sandwich on this, there are 40 sandwiches on this encyclopedia uh, graphic that we're looking at here. And each one of them has a 
uh, a brief definition, uh, you know, of, of what it's made of ingredients. Uh, and I kind of thought we could go through it quickly, give our take, you know, a thumbs up, thumbs down, whether we like it, if there's any funny kind of side stories we could tell about this as well. And we will put this graphic on Facebook so you yes. all may chime in as well. It, it Oddly enough, it looks like an old graphic, like something, I mean, from the, I don't know, 70s or something. Yeah. But it, I was thinking more 50s. Yeah, but I think it's too up to date. The, the different sandwiches. I'm not sure all these sandwiches were been around that long, have they? It, yeah. it looks like it could almost be hanging from your shower nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> if you right beside the uh, check your testicles. Uh. Yes. <laughs> all right. So number one on the encyclopedia of sandwiches is the bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh, fried egg, American cheese, bacon. The basic breakfast sandwich. I say thumbs up. Yeah. I say up. thumbs up. But I, I will say there are various uh, breads that this can be on. Obviously, if it's a, if it's at McDonald's, it's going to be a muffin. If it's... The best, in my opinion, a croissant. Uh, Arby's would have the croissant. Yeah. Uh, you or know, Burger King. Or Burger King. But you know, for so many years, that was all we had that I enjoy a place where you can just get a good bun. Or, you know, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to... Wendy's has some... Uh, new breakfast you know, right. sandwiches, another one, various breads. But number two, the grilled cheese. Obviously, yeah. cheese sandwich fried with butter. Classic. Classic. Um, hard to mess with. It just depends on, you know, you could throw an extra slice of something on there, like maybe some Colby or... Okay, so in the, uh, in the vein of Tom and Chi... Do you like your grilled cheese just as is right here, or do you like other things added, a, uh, th onions, tomatoes? Pesto. I pesto. think, I, I will say this, I, I like your traditional, you know, but I, I have no problem with what they've done, and, and some of the, I've liked some of my grilled cheeses there. The one I got there one time had a, a Gouda. Oh, yeah. And uh, crinkled up barbecue potato chips in it, I mean, it was, Ooh. which are very... Reminds me of my favorite hot dog, too, the Trailer Park Dog at the Senate uh, that has crumbled up Grippo's barbecue chips on it. So, uh, anyway. Trailer Park Dog? Why is it called that? I, I don't, I think it's, I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds kind of derogatory a, a bit, but I think it's probably because it's the, the, the toppings are not something you would think of at a, I mean, the Senate is more of an upper end. Uh, it's been on uh, Food Channel, what's the, yeah. what's the channel, the Food Channel, the Food Network, whatever. It's been on. It's. Probably where the the toppings come from a convenience store. Yeah, I mean it's got. I mean, well, it's got. Thing. It's an all beef frank wrapped in bacon with coleslaw, and it's a tacky coleslaw too, so it, it holds it together nice. It has no manners. And it's uh, <laughs> and uh, bar barbecue <laughs> chips. So uh, number three, we have a pulled pork. Pulled porpoise. <laughs> and I'll <laughs> say, gentlemen, like call it. <laughs> if anyone knows me uh, very well, they know that pulled pork is my go-to meal. If I go to a restaurant and I don't know what I want or I don't, I've never been there. You really can't mess up a pulled pork sandwich. You can if you've done what I have done at least on two occasions because I've forgotten that I was not amongst my friends and ordered the pulled porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> That could get you uh, picketed, couldn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, the question is here, and th this this sandwich has coleslaw on the top, and I <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like. <laughs> I, I, I can't. We've do already. No I, I repeat my my uh, mantra: up again it, but not, <laughs> not in it. <laughs> so here's another question then: with 
or without barbecue sauce. Oh, barbecue sauce. Does it have to have barbecue sauce? I've had, you know, my dad sometimes will, will make like a, a, a some pulled pork without or some pork without barbecue sauce and some with barbecue sauce. And I like it both ways, but I prefer barbecue sauce. Um, my cousin makes a mean, you know, freshly made slow cooked, you know, and right. it doesn't need any sauce. It almost ruins it because it's so exquisite. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to halt you yeah. there. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when somebody said it doesn't need it might not need barbecue sauce. It's not like you can take barbecue that tastes like garbage and put barbecue sauce on it and it's gonna be great. Same one when people say a good steak doesn't need A1. I like Correct. A1. I don't <laughs> so try to so cover my up steak yes, A1. I don't cover up bad steak with A1. I I dip my bread in A1. I love A1. So yeah. I'll say the same thing about pork. I'll agree, pork can be good without it. But barbecue sauce enhances it. It doesn't. It, it, does. it doesn't mask it's it. It's the way he sees it. Like it, it, it's just so exceptional that, like, like I said, there's such a like such a plethora of flavors, and it's well seasoned that it, it's almost like there's something in it already. If that makes sense. I'm, I am a barbecue sauce snob, though, and I get this from my dad, who, who's always been the barbecuer in, in the family, and uh, he is pretty much strictly a sweet baby Ray's uh, barbecue sauce man. But it doesn't go un un touched he puts he adds to it he does uh, the, he doctors yeah. it up some there's a chuck griffin th- secret yes, recipe but that is the base sauce is sweet baby rays but one thing i i will say uh it says pulled pork shoulder barbecue what's that what's that i can't see that what does it say after barbecue a slaw oh it does say slaw yes. sauce okay a barbecue sauce and a slaw a slaw yeah. so so far we are thumbs up on the first three yep All now right. i i will make one more comment if you want to go on that trepidation of without the barbecue sauce, it had better be a pulled pork that is nice and moist. Oh, yeah. It's got to be If it's moist. dry. <laughs> it's got to be. That moist right there. If it's not moist and you have not put the barbecue sauce in, that's dangerous. And I will suggest if you are a, a person who likes pulled pulled porpoise without barbecue sauce or even with a good uh brown like our spicy mustard is good to put on like the sandwich with it brady made a face yeah Yeah, his no condiment rule has been although or the barbecue sauce is a condiment. yeah Yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i'm I'm cool with barbecue sauce um but mustard besides the white sauces mustard is the one like that yellow mustard like french's that uh, yeah, I like yes, but I said one. brown yeah. spicy mustard. Yeah, yeah. Brown spicy mustard is different. But it works. W- Matter of fact, it works well with barbecue sauce because it works well with sweet. The sweet right. with the right. spicy mustard. But we all agree up again it, but not, not in it. Not in There you go. Unless it's a trailer park dog at the Senate restaurant and that coleslaw holds it. It's part of it. It's part of the. Mm. You can't take it off. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. You should try it sometime. <laughs> Will you at least, would you at least try it? I, I would try it. There you go. Number four, I'm going to, you guys, uh, I'm going to have to call on you, uh, your help here. Bon me. Bon me? Bon yes. me. B-A-N-H-M-I with a little X. So it's bon me. Yeah, I, I was thinking bon me, but I've never heard of this. Uh, I can't imagine why it's number four on this list because... Is this in, in... I don't think so, but it seems like most of them are recognizable at least... Everything around the banh mi. The banh mi says meat, Pickle. pickled vegetables, cilantro, and mayo. No, no. I, I don't like those vegetables <laughs> sober or 
pickled. I would be willing to give the banh mi a try. So the question is, the pickled vegetables, is one of those a pickle? It's like I'm thinking like kimchi, like like a, like a, like yeah. a pickle relish. Could be. Pickled I, cabbage kind I, of thing. I think it's interesting that it doesn't say, it doesn't describe what kind of meat it is. It just says meat. Meat of your choice. Yeah. So what are we saying? What are we giving this? And Brady's giving it a thumbs down. Damn. I'm going to go sideways because I, I, I'm going to go sideways because there's nothing on it that I haven't eaten on, on other sandwiches. So I really can't, I can't throw it out. Yeah. Number five, the classic bacon, lettuce, und tomato. And this adds mayo. You got to have mayo on a BLT. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Mm, I mean, it. I would eat one if it were placed in up again me. <laughs> but uh, you don't. You're not a BLT person. Not really. I, I like it. I I like. Um, I'm prefer America Whip over Mayo on a BLT, but I would take either. Uh, so we're giving this one. I'll give it a thumbs up. I'll give, it, give a it a thumbs up. up but although I would not. Uh, uh, number six, Italian sub the cured Italian sub cured meats, oil, vinegar. Onion and lettuce. I love Italian subs, but I don't. Vinegar has never been something I've been aware of. Sometimes I'll ask you. I guess Italian dressing is vinegar, vinegar based. Yeah, but um, but it, I even find that a little bit much. Just a, maybe a little bit brush on the bun, but I don't want it heavy on it. Uh, if it, the vinegar throws all the balance, but I do like a good Italian sub, especially if it's hot. I'm not. I, I like my. I don't want my meats cured. I want them nice and sickly. You want them diseased. Yeah. <laughs> I, not an Italian sub fan. I like oh. subs, but not that one. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I think it's the meat. I, I don't. I don't love Italian dressing, but I like Italian dressing when it's used in other like uh, like um, marinating chicken things like that. I like Italian right. dressing. And I know we normally don't get plugs, but um, one of the best Italian subs is a little place right across from Lake Winoka, across the street. The Outpost makes a tremendous Italian sub. Very nice, good. Nice. Very good. Number seven is interesting to me because I'll be honest with you. I, looking at it, and if, if I would give it a thumbs down automatically, but actually when we were at Disney World five years ago, we were at the uh, downtown Disney, and there was the, a place called the Earl of Sandwich, uh, which should have been called the Earl of sandwich uh but it and they had a thanksgiving uh sandwich and i didn't get it but celia did because she loves all of those those toppings that i'm going to read in just a second but it was actually quite tasty the combination worked and it's turkey stuffing cranberry sauce i don't like cranberry sauce but that sandwich was very tasty i will tell you guys if i could ditch the cranberry i think otherwise you just okay I'm, well, I guess I'm the with stuffing. You. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm a picky stuffing person, though. I don't like your run of the mill stovetop stuffing. I got to have my mom's stuffing. Uh, stuffing or dressing? dressing? It's dressing. Yeah, I'm sorry, dressing. Yeah. But I'm not a stovetop yeah, stuffing you, fan. You didn't scoop that out of a turkey, then? No, no, no. That's 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 the weirdest thing ever. When I see that on like a Christmas movie oh, or something. I know. It's just, yeah. No pun intended. It's uh, foul. <laughs> number eight. Uh, Lobster roll. <laughs> lobster roll says lobster meat, mayonnaise, and celery. Is that what that says? Yes, celery. That's odd. There's a, and there's three thumbs if we go down. There's a there's a lemon wedge. <laughs> there's a lemon wedge setting up again it, but not. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I I love if that were a crab roll, I would I love crab. 
I don't like lobster. No crustaceans for me. Indeed. Yeah. Thumbs down. Number nine, turkey club. Turkey, lettuce, tomato, bacon, and mayo. Uh, thumbs up for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not one of my favorites, but it's uh, cool. I, again, cool. yeah. I, I'm not, not a bacon fan on a sandwich necessarily, but. Notice all of these sandwiches, and you guys that are listening will see this when we post the graphic. They are all cut correctly, <laughs> corner to corner, diagonally. That's the only way to cut a sandwich. Indeed. Uh, oh, actually, I take that back. I think the grilled cheese up there wasn't. No, no, yeah, the grilled cheese. Yeah, somebody didn't, didn't know they were doing cut that. <laughs> um, so the next one we have, number ten, we have a tuna melt. Yeah. Uh, it has it's made up of tuna and melt. Tuna salad. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that tuna tuna salad and cheese. Uh, I I like tuna salad. I don't like it hot, and I don't want cheese on. I don't want melted cheese on. But just a tuna salad, a cold tuna salad sandwich, I can do it. No, I I I've talked about. My, my, my strict rules for salad, and salad does not contain a meat base, and or hang on a minute. Base. So you don't you don't you don't like salads of like ham in them or turkey? In no, them? were you really? scarred by Absolutely. the bologna salad? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Hang on a minute. I see what you're saying. You're talking about more of the spread type, like ham salad, chicken salad, tuna salad. But even your like chef salad, or whatever, you don't like. Oh no, 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 that's different. Okay, no, okay. this this the spready stuff. The spread stuff, yeah. Meat is not the main ingredient in a chef salad. Yeah, uh, my first year of subbing with, with like Eric uh, at, at the school that he used to work at. Um, they ran like they were just trying to get rid of ingredients in the kitchen. And they made bologna salad, and it was neon pink mush. <laughs> like like, like Pepto-Bismol. Well, oh, it was horrible. Well, looking, scariest looking stuff little, ever. A little hint here, though. Ham salad. A lot of ham salad has bologna in it. Uh, it's not just strictly ham. My dad used to make ham salad and, and run some bologna through it as well. And uh, But I like I like ham salad. I like chicken salad. I like tuna salad. Number, no. number 11, we have the fried chicken sandwich. And, and this says fried chicken uh, fried, fried chicken breast, lettuce, tomato. Um, thumbs up, definitely by me. Uh, without the lettuce, without the lettuce and the tomato, I don't mind that, and I will eat that from places. But my favorite chicken sandwich is, is Chick Fil A, and I and I get it with nothing but the pickle that come, that's nah, supposed to be with it. Yes, and outstanding. Then, yeah. Now recently, this whole Popeyes thing about they have a better chicken sandwich. That's nah. that's that's good. Pa, that's been a uh, That's already losing a uh, losing Catch steam. It. Yeah. Number twelve. Cheese steak. One of my faves. Thinly sliced beast cheese and onion. Okay, okay. I've, I've got something to say about that right there. Cheese steak being a staple of Philadelphia yeah. cuisine. Yeah. That says cheese. But what does a Philly cheesesteak have on it? Not just cheese, a particular type of quote unquote cheese, Brady. Cheese whiz. Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? One of them features there's Geno's and what's the other one? Are you talking about Pets. are you talking about the original cheesesteaks I can feel yeah. yeah. If you go that one of them says that they only use like the fresh cheeses and then one uses yeah. cheese whiz. But I could it. see that as being a whiz, like a melted whiz. <laughs> the, a melted whiz on the it picture. Looks like yeah, it. the picture is but it does not say cheese whiz. Now see is, most of the cheesesteaks I get, the Philly cheesesteaks, have more have a white cheese, like a like a provolone yeah, or something on right. them. This doesn't have peppers and onions. Well, it has onions, onions but it doesn't have peppers, which is uh, like mm. the staple of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Number 13, yes. Uh, Cubano. Brady had a little moment. One of my Ham, favorites. Porpoise, Swiss cheese, pickle, and mu- Now, Brady, how can you like a Cuban I, I and not like the mustard? the mustard? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And and it, but most of the time, it's not a yellow mustard. It's a uh, more of aioli. a... Aioli. or a... Uh, I've, I've had it where it's been more of a, uh, like a like a honey mustard, too. I made these a couple weeks ago. Um, and, of course, the most important... Well, one of the most important parts about the Cuban is the bread. It's got to be pressed. It's got to be a good baguette. Like a... Uh, in, 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 or a, a, it's what a, I hope I'm saying it right. Pollo. B-O-U-L-L-O. But it's got to be pressed and squashed down. Yeah, uh, the best Cuban ever around was Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> I was, was going to say Tony Perez. Was yeah. MJ's on Maine uh, mm-hmm. down in Old Milford. It had a fantastic Cuban down there. So I'm Pirates gi- Cove. Too. I'm giving thumbs up on the Cuban. There's nothing on there that I don't like, so why wouldn't I like the, the sandwich? Uh, 14, meatball sub. Oh, yeah. Meatballs, yeah. marinara sauce, and mozzarella. Yeah. Marinara sauce. I would say so far out of these sandwiches, this is number four. This is the messiest of all of the sandwiches. Yeah. You can't eat a meatball sub and not have a matter of fact, I usually have a fork with me to, to catch the uh, the fallen meatballs. The, the meatballs have been left behind because uh, you can't keep them on the sandwich. The best way to do it is to... And in some, pl- I've been to places that have it. If you cut the meatballs in half to give it a right. flat side, right? T- so it can uh, adhere to the bun better. I think we told you about the Brady cheat. The Brady cheat is when you know you had to be on the go and you really want a meatball sub, get it light on the sauce. Oh yeah, it's not quite as good, but you could eat it and drive well, and not look like a crime scene. As long as the as long as the balls have been dipped in sauce, I don't need the sauce. I don't need the extra sauce. <laughs> What are you guys, 12? <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't need extra sauce on the meatballs if they've been dipped in sauce already. So you're saying you, do you still dip the meatballs in sauce? Yeah, it, it's, if it's like, like if it's in Subway, you know, just, just get light, no, light yeah, on the sauce. Like no light sauce. on the sauce. Number 15, <laughs> uh, croque, croque monsieur, monsieur. You got to roll your tongue. Croque. They, Croque Monsieur. Croque Monsieur is, uh, what's that say at the beginning of it? Ha- hash? Ham. Ham. <laughs> ham. Bichonel. I can't see what that is. I see Dijon mustard. Yeah. Groyette. This this looks like something, if you look at the top of it, it's got it's got some sort of uh, drizzle. drizzle on top of it. I'm assuming that's the Dijon mustard. You would have to eat that with a fork. Yeah. yeah. I see nothing wrong with it, but... I'm I'm a I'm a little skeptical of sandwiches you have to eat with a fork because the very definition to me of a sandwich is a handheld food. Yeah. So quickly we're going to sixteen. Uh, cro- <laughs> the madame. Madame. I just want to say they're related. You can tell. Uh, ham and again whatever that second word is I can't see it. Becumel. Becumel. What's the third word? I feel like I would be failing an eye test right now. Groyen. Dijon mustard and then a fried egg. I will say the fried egg to the top uh, strengthens it. So I guess the egg makes it a female. Thank you. I wasn't one to go there, but that's what I was thinking. Is like, well, I can see that. Yeah, but I, I am a big fan. I am a big fan of of fried eggs on sandwiches, um, even if it's not a breakfast type sandwich. Uh, Seventeen a Reuben. Not as big a fan of the Reuben as I am the Cuban. 
uh, corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing. There are two reasons I'm not a big fan. I don't like the bread that usually a Reuben comes on. Which is rye, correct? Yeah, I'm not. Well, it's usually marbled. It's like a. It's usually a marbled rye. It looks like a lager trying to age. Like guess the rings and see how old it is. <laughs> and I'm not a huge fan of Russian dressing. What a confusing sandwich! It's like a World War II nightmare because you have sauerkraut and Russian dressing. It's like there's an uneasy alliance on that sandwich, and it'll happen in your intestines <laughs> because they'll be battling in your. We're clearly going to have to do half this encyclopedia yeah, this episode and come. So just to finish up, we'll, so we'll do the first twenty today, and then the, the next twenty on another episode. So number eighteen, I know this uh, causes quite a stir with how you pronounce <laughs> it. I pronounce it Eero. Uh, I've heard them called gyros. I've heard them called gyros. Hero. I've heard them called yes. I just I don't even fool with the first letter. I just say Eero. Hero. <laughs> And uh, the, the ever popular silent G. It says grilled meat, but I'm, I'm pretty sure lamb. Lamb, lamb, lamb is the is traditional. Uh, is that tomato? It's getting more blurry in that corner. Onion, tomato, onion, and truff, trufsky, truffs, trufsky. I'm not sure. Would that be the sauce maybe on it, or could be because it seems like it usually has a yogurt based or a something sauce. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind any row. Hmm. It's the first sandwich we've had so far. Not that's on a. Uh, Pita. Oh, a pita. A yeah. I don't mind that. Number 19, a po' boy. And the po' boy says fried seafood, although I've seen po' boys where they use... Uh, land meat. Land meat. Land meat, yes. <laughs> land. Fried fried uh, seafood, <laughs> lettuce, tomato, pickles, mayo, and then this, the hot sauce, which I guess would be kind of the Cajun. Cajun, yeah. Uh, I like a good po' boy. You take some, take some uh, popcorn shrimp... Uh, the problem, once again, even worse than the meatballs, but less messy, is keeping all those shrimps on the, <laughs> keeping all of the shrimps on the sandwich. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a hard no for me right yeah. there. Yeah. Do you don't like shrimp? Not on a sandwich. I, I'm... I can, I, but here's my argument. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. There's a lot here. going on there. There is, but uh, <laughs> take out the hot sauce and all that stuff. If you just take the rest of it. Fried, you know, fried popcorn shrimp, and then, and then or there's sandwich. There's nothing. Well, now wait a minute. You 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 assigned popcorn shrimp. It says fried seafood. So I don't even know what I'm getting here. It could be clams. It could well, be shrimp. It could be carp. Carp. <laughs> yeah. Typically, though, could when be, you go to a to a place that has them, it will say the shrimp po' boy or something like that. So I would never expect you to order it blindly. Could be calamari. Uh, smelt. Smelt. <laughs> Number 20. Smelt. The Caprizi. 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 It's like the uh, graphic is dirty on the left side there. Uh, <laughs> mozzarella, tomato, basil. tomato, basil, olive oils. I I have no problem with this. It's not something I would order. I typically want meat on my sandwich. Um, it's kind of like a dressy grilled cheese. Yeah. I, I Now, I know some people just eat tomato sandwiches, which always seemed weird to me. Uh, I can remember back in the day eating just a Merica Whip sandwich. Just two pieces of bread with Merica Whip in betwixt it and a, a dash of salt. Brady's faces are priceless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go out on a limb here. That looks like it would be made in a panini maker. It's, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's got some grill marks. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. got the stripes. Yeah. All right. So we will return to the 
Encyclopedia of Sandwich. In episode 20. In episode 20. Encyclopedia of Sandwich. <laughs> it's very, very regal. Yes. <laughs> All right. So now I'm in the cleanup slot today. And I have long talked about my uh, affinity for game shows and my secret desire to be a game show host or a contestant. I mean, either way. So, gentlemen, we are going to play a game of match game today. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Gene. What, what I have done here is I have questions here that I have pre-answered. So it will be up to you to see if you can match me. Eric putting in the work. Yes. He's because, got his passion. Uh, yes, my passion. Match game is my, match game has always been my passion. Um, I believe I told the story that I used to record match game on a cassette tape just so I could hear it. Didn't even have to say I didn't have to have VCR back then, but uh, I just wanted to hear it because for, it was funny too. For the uh, younger audience, Eric, will you fill them in on what a VCR is? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it had those humongous tapes that you recorded things on or watched things on. Again, probably lost, even on my own son. But, well, no, he had VCR tapes when he was young, so yeah. I think he would have a, an idea. But much younger than that, probably not. No idea. All right, gentlemen. So uh, get, your, get your papers ready because we, we, we do have to write our answers down, of course. Brady, Brady stole my crimson pen. There you go. Crimson, you crimson or you want Oh, there's my crimson pen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. Yes, it's crimson on the outside, but the ink is not crimson. Oh, it's. <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. We drew backstage. Brady, you're first. Okay. Would you like A or B? I will go with B. All right, B. Leo said, I like my women like I like my eggs. Blank. Why do I see this getting us into some trouble? <laughs> I, I, I guess you answer the question however you want to answer it. <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Brady. Leo said, I like my women like I like my eggs. Blank. Uh, well, I mean, I guess when you're talking about eggs, there's already only one thing you can say about that that would fit into the blank, and that would be over easy. Brady? I hate to disappoint you, but over easy. Ding, 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 ding. Nice job, guys. Yeah, Todd? I was going to say soft. <laughs> soft. <laughs> not Not hard-boiled? No, I was going to say soft. Okay, well... <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't do I, You both have to answer That's okay, okay. Yeah, you it's, both answer okay. So soft would have been your answer Would have been my answer, yes Okay, well Brady That's what I had in my head yeah, I just didn't write it down Okay, Brady's up one to nothing Alright, so Todd, you get A Okay In this round Tom said I have the world's best informed dog I just got done paper training him And I used blank Oh, 
Tom said, I have the world's best informed dog. I just got done paper training him and I used blank. So the question is again, Tom said, I have the world's best informed dog. I just got done paper training him and I used blank. My answer was the New York Times. The New, the New York, York Times. Times. Yeah. Brady? The, the Wall, Wall Street, Street Journal. Journal. So it's one to one. Yes. All right. Todd, you're first this round. Okay. Would you like A or B? Let's go with A. A it is. Tarzan say, me never should have let Cheetah join Boy Scouts, him tie Tarzan's blank in knots. Tarzan say, me never should have let G Cheetah join Boy Scouts, him tie Tarzan's blank in knots. Uh, Tarzan say, me never should have let Cheetah join Boy Scouts, him tie Tarzan's blank in knots. My answer, Vine. I'm, I'm up, aren't I? You are up. up. Rope slash Vine will count that, yes. Hair. Hair. Todd up two to one. I had kerchief first. <laughs> kerchief. Kerchief. <laughs> All right, Brady. Yes. You get letter B. Jim said, My dentist must be nearsighted. He just tried to blank my nose. So Jim said, my dentist must be nearsighted. He just tried to blank my nose. My answer is floss. Ooh, that makes sense. Fill. Fill my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had polish. Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's still up two to one. All right, so. Uh, secondary answers I had were drill pool, or extract. None of them would have been well, right. But. No, none of them would have been right. They all make sense. <laughs> all right. Letter B, Todd. Okay. Herb 
has the world's longest tongue. When he goes to bed at night, he ties it around his blank. <laughs> Herb has the longest tongue. When he goes to bed at night, he ties it around his blank. Correct. So Herb has the world's longest tongue. When he goes to bed at night, he ties it around his blank. My answer is bedpost. I said headboard. Headboard. <laughs> bedpost. Nice. So it's two to two. I think Brady draws pictures. <laughs> they will not be available on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would not be good. All right, so round three. Doesn't look like his tongue. <laughs> yeah, I was trying for tongue. <laughs> <laughs> trying for tongue, nice alliteration. Exactly. All right, round three, Brady. Yes. You're up, A or B. Let's switch it up. Let's go A. Okay, letter A. Bob said, The food at this restaurant must be really terrible. The menu had a list of entrees on one side, and on the other side, it had a list of blank. Bob said the food at this restaurant must be really terrible. The menu had a list of entrees on one side, and on the other side, it had a list of blank. You done writing answer, <laughs> drawing pictures. All right. <laughs> All right. So Bob said, the food at this restaurant must be really terrible. The menu had a list of entrees on one side, and on the other side, it had a list of blanks. My answer is doctors. 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 Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't think of that. I, I said intestinal distress medications <laughs> slash remedies like... That was my second Antacids. Nice. A yeah. good answer, but uh, unfortunately wrong. <laughs> All right. Todd, last question. You need two to win. How do I get What's two? Score? Just three, three? It's uh, three to two. That's right. You can't get two, can you? Well, unless it, do, you, do, you mean, do you mean last A and B, or is this the last question altogether? Is there one more A and B? There's one more A and B. Then I could. I could tie. You could, you could or tie. I could win. I could, you're up by one? I'm up by one? Yeah. yeah you're so up I by could one. win. I you could win. win. All right. So what, what would you like? Let's go with B. B. Okay. Dumb Donald's mother was also dumb. How mm. dumb was she? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She was, she was so dumb, instead of putting grape jelly on our peanut butter sandwiches, she used blank jelly. Mm-hmm. 
Dumb Donald's mother is also dumb. Instead of putting grape jelly on our peanut butter sandwich, she used blank jelly. Ready? Are we ready? All right. Okay. Dumb, dumb Donald's mother is also dumb. Instead of putting grape jelly on our peanut butter sandwiches, she used blank jelly. My answer is KY jelly. Todd? Petroleum slash Kentucky jelly. <laughs> Kentucky, Kentucky jelly. jelly. All right. <laughs> so, uh, both got the point. Yes, both got the point. We'll do the last one for the fun of it, even though Todd can't win. It's all right. All right. It's all about having fun. <laughs> all right. Brady, you got B. Actually, I could still tie. You could. Yeah. You could. All right. Another Dumb Donald question. I'll never stay at Dumb Donald's Motel again. Instead of vibrating beds, the rooms have vibrating blanks. I'll never stay at Dumb Donald's Motel again. Instead of vibrating beds, the rooms have vibrating blanks. All right. I'll never stay at Dumb Donald's Motel again. Instead of vibrating beds, the rooms have vibrating. My answer was toilets. Floors. Floors. Todd? Toilets. Commode <laughs> slash toilets. toilets but I said, nope, Eric will not say toilet. <laughs> oh, you should know me better than that. Of course I would say toilet. <laughs> if you don't know me by now. If you don't know me. Eric would always say that it'd be a vibrating toilet. <laughs> All right. So, here, here's here's the backwards part of this. Um, we have a tie. Yes. So the tiebreaker is. Uh, see what was the tiebreaker? Uh, let's just let's just do a question. All right, let's do a question. Okay. All, all right. right. Beverly Hills has fallen on hard times. They just opened a blank. Beverly Hills has fallen on hard times. They just opened a blank. Good. All right. Beverly Hills has fallen on hard times. They just opened a blank. My answer was soup kitchen. That was actually my second choice, but my first one was Walmart's. <laughs> Walmart's. Walmart good, good, was my good was, I was going with that, but I went with White Castle. Whitey oh. Cassells. Uh, this is gonna have to end in a tie. Uh, we got three minutes we, we left. We got three minutes? Cool. Yeah, we got three of course, minutes. mine was a food place, at least. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> true. that's true. They don't serve soups. All right. Giovanni said, Giovanni's from the Italian match game. I knew Sophia was the girl from the moment I smelled her. She was wearing that perfume that smelled just like blank. 
Giovanni said, I knew Sophia was the girl. From the moment I smelled her, she was wearing perfume that smelled just like blank. We ready? Mm -hmm. I guess I should have had you guys go ding whenever you were. <laughs> your... All right. Giovanni said, I knew Sophia was the girl from the moment I smelled her. She was wearing that perfume that smelled just like blank. My answer was oregano. Oh, I was going to go with a spice or a yeah. garlic or something. Go ahead, Brady. Pizza. Pizza pie. Marinara sauce. Marinara. I thought about a pizza pie, but I said oregano. Yeah. We got probably time right. for one more. Still got a minute 20. Let's see if someone can win. All right. Old Lady Perkins said, I thought Old Man Periwinkle was interested in my mind until I fell asleep and he took my blank. Ding! Ding! That was quick. Uh, old Lady Perkins said, I thought Old Man Periwinkle was interested in my mind until I fell asleep and he took my blank. My answer was depends. <laughs> depends on what? <laughs> Come on, give us your answer, man. <laughs> I said Walker. <laughs> Walker. <laughs> I said dentures. Dentures. <laughs> I thought about dentures, but, you know. Uh, tie. Tie. <laughs> Uh, love me a good game and match game. And our alarm is about ready to go off here, but... Uh, Serendipitous. Yes, very good. All right, uh, so that rounds out episode... There's our alarm. That rounds out episode number 19 of the Play It By Your podcast. Once again, you can find us most any place you can get a podcast, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others... Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook if you search us out, Play It By Ear Podcast, and uh, we'll put a few things up on the page. And, uh, of course, we want you to respond to uh, sandwiches and uh, your mall experiences, and I don't know what else we'll put up there, but uh, uh, certainly looking for your input there. Uh, also, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Play It By Ear Pod, number two, and uh I had a few tweets here that uh, we responded to here uh, a couple days ago, so that's always a venue, and if you ever want to email us, which, again, no one ever has, but uh, if you do, play it by your podcast 2020 at gmail.com. We haven't had a voicemail in a, in a oh, while. Oh, yeah, voice message. Anywhere yeah. you get the podcast, there's a link there where you can leave us a voice message. And uh, I, I would like to add, we have not had one female voice message. Oh, that's true. So we would... Uh, We'd really appreciate to hear from the lady folk as well. Exactly. Uh, oh, Beth left us one, didn't she? Oh, I take that oh, back. Yeah, Beth, Beth did. I apologize, yeah, Beth. Sorry, yeah, that was one of the earlier ones. That's I apologize. Yeah, man, man, while, many, many apologies, Beth. Yes. Yeah. Beth had a lot to say on Facebook about Sardinia Founders Day. I think yeah. it's near and dear to her heart. And yeah. she gave us a lot of good memories of her grandpa um, being a part of the bed races. And, and mm -hmm. we said he was a... One of the grand marshals there, um, and but, she verified that as well. She talked about the nightgowns. Like oh, you were yeah. In the yeah, the whole bed race thing. I, I'd forgotten the whole in the Sears catalog thing. and you know. yeah. So if you're interested in how the bed race works, she gave a very good description of that uh, on one of the comments on Facebook under our uh, Sardinia Founders Day post. So 
go check that out if you want some uh, more in-depth description of the bed races. All right. Anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? I don't believe so. All right. So, uh, again, that's the episode 19 of the Play By Your Podcast. Look for episode number 20 here in a few days. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.